Hey guys, welcome to Flawed and Free Podcast. Today we're talking about going from superficial to supernatural. Where are you on the spiritual spectrum? God wants righteousness and he does not want empty rituals. And so we will be speaking to superficial religious living, lukewarm life through ritualistic motions. But God is calling us to give and sacrifice through praise worship and true repentance and thanksgiving why so we can live a supernatural life as he is intended so let's get into today's episode hi guys welcome to flawed and free podcast this week we are here to talk about all things in deliverance and spiritual warfare if this is your first time welcome welcome if you're following and or watching from youtube make sure you like comment and subscribe click the bell to receive your notifications but yes yes we are here today yet for another week to discuss some great topics about deliverance spiritual warfare this week we're talking about the supernatural and we're talking about superficial to the supernatural so I have quite a treat for you today and thank you for those that are returning that come every week here we have new episodes that drop every Wednesday on all digital media streaming platforms and we also stream from YouTube as well weekly every Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for our fight back segment to discuss the week's podcast and deliverance testimony for those that are coming through this ministry. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, superficial to supernatural. Let's dive in because we have a lot to cover today. So if we don't get it all covered today, no worries. We will make sure we pick up next week if it's a little bit too much to digest this week. But let's get into superficial and the meaning of superficial because the the discussion topic, you know, what my brain moves faster than my mouth sometimes so forgive me y'all but superficial to supernatural and that's what we're talking about so I pulled up the description and or the Merriam-Webster dictionary definition of superficial I think a lot of us already know what superficial means but superficial I have here says existing or occurring at or on the surface appearing to be true or real only until examined more closely. So I don't know if y'all know, but for those that don't know, you have maybe heard me say that I ain't with the fake, the frauds, or the facades. I am a very transparent, a very real person. Glory be to God. And I like to give the truth as raw and real as I possibly can. And so for today, this hits home with me because who likes fake and and fraud, fraudulent activities and superficial things. Definitely not me. And so today, as the Lord led me into this discussion for today, we're coming out of Psalms 50. And so I read, when you get an opportunity, go back, read Psalms 50 in its entirety, but I'll read it and I'll pull some things out that I want to specifically touch on. And so this Psalm of Asaph, and I hope I'm saying 
saying it right, A-S-A-P-H. It's a Psalm of Asaph, and he is describing God's final judgment to the men and women of Zion, to the people of Zion. He is one of David's chief musicians and this psalm he's explaining and describing the judgment of God the final judgment of God so verse 1 will start in the NKJV version it says the mighty one God the Lord has spoken and called the earth from the rising of the sun to its going down verse 2 out of Zion the perfection of beauty God will shine forth our God shall come and shall not keep sight. Fire shall devour before him, and it shall be very tempestuous all around him. He shall call to the heavens from above and to the earth that he may judge his people. Verse 5, gather my saints together to me, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Verse 6 says, let the heavens declare his righteousness, for God himself is judge. Selah. Verse 7, hear, O my people, and I will speak. O Israel, and I will testify against you. I am God your God. I will not rebuke you for your sacrifices or your burnt offerings, which are continually before me. Verse nine says, I will not take a bull from your house, nor goats out of your folds. For every beast of the forest is mine and the cattle on a thousand hills. I know all the birds of the mountains and the wild beasts of the field are mine for you are, are are all the birds beasts of the field are mine if i were hungry i would not tell you for the world is mine and all its fullness will i eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats offer to god thanksgiving and pay your vows to the most high verse 15 says call upon me in the day of trouble I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. Verse 16. This is where he's getting 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 into the thick of it, right? So verse 16 says, "But to the wicked, God says, what right have you to declare my statutes or take my covenant in your mouth, seeing you hate instruction and cast my words behind you?" Verse 18. When you saw a thief you consented with him and have been a partaker with adulterers. Verse 19, you give your mouth to evil and your tongue frames deceit. Verse 20, you sit and speak against your brother. You slander your own mother's son. Verse 21, these things you have done and I kept silent. You thought that I was altogether like you, but I will rebuke you and set them in order before your eyes. Verse 22. Now consider this, you who forget God, lest I tear you in pieces and there be none to deliver. Verse 23. Whoever offers praise glorifies me. And to whom and to him who orders his conduct aright, 
I will show the salvation of God. Now, I know that was a lot to digest. I just wanted to put the entire Psalms of 50 out there as we break some of this down for greater understanding. So God is speaking to superficially religious people, people going through ritualistic, sacrificial motions and giving sacrifices with no true repentance. Remember in the Old Testament, in order to atone for their sins, they would give animal sacrifices. But as we are all aware through the new covenant in the new Testament, the Lord Jesus Christ is actually atoned for our sins by the blood of Jesus on the cross. And so now we don't give animal sacrifices. However, we are still sitting in position to sacrifice our life, our will, and, and allow him, allow the Holy Spirit, allow God to truly move in our life. And yet there are still so many of us that are superficially giving honor to God, that are superficially defying the true sacrifice that God has set forth for our lives in our own personal worship and things such as things such as that. And so God does not need sacrifices. A lot of the scripture was breaking down the bulls and the goats and the and the and the cattle on the hills saying, I own them. I own the beasts. I know the beasts of the field. I know the wild animals. I know the goats and the sheep and all of the things that you give me for sacrifice. I already have. And not only do I already have it and own it and created it, but I don't need it. I don't need it. What I need is you. What I need is a more than surface sort of worship from you. What I need from you is your true heart and sacrifice, not in ritualistic or legalistic ways. I need the true heart of man. And so in order to do that, you have to empty yourself out of yourself so that you can really pour out so God can pour himself in. Otherwise, we're operating from a flesh standpoint, hoping to meet God's standards with legalism and, and just giving him the very mere surface of who we are and what we have. God already has everything that he needs and because he is the owner and the creator of those things. And so he's saying that, hey, all of this is mine. It belongs to me. It belongs to me, but I need your worship. I need your life. I need your sacrifice to be more more than superficial. And so we live in a world full of superficial living, full of lukewarm life and living that I'll just give God some of what I got when I got it, when I'm ready to, when I feel like it, or as long as I'm serving on the usher board, as long as I am giving gifts and tithes every Sunday, as long as I'm participating in the things that my church is doing 
and I pray over my food, just super superficial rather, praise and worship and giving to God. And that is not the sacrifice that God is concerned with. That is not the life. God is concerned with a life of true repentance. He is concerned with the sacrifices beyond the surface. And a lot of people will think that their superficial giving and or their superficial actions will be enough to enter into the kingdom of God. And that is just not true. Church and religious activities cannot be formed in a habitual sort of way. They cannot, or, or nature, they cannot be done without true sacrifice and without understanding the true significance of Christ and God and the reason why we surrender and submit our lives to him completely and totally and it can't be done without hey freedom fighters it's Tina your host from flawed and free podcast are you experiencing spiritual attacks in your dreams do you have questions about spiritual warfare and deliverance or are you just seeking Holy Spirit led advice and wise counsel I have great news for you. We are now offering one-to-one consultations to set you on the right path to purpose. Why struggle alone in your own thoughts when we together are a part of the body of Christ? Therefore, we must help one another. So as one of his servants, it would be a pleasure to support you on your journey from your now to your next go today do not delay and book your consultation with me you can go to the flawed and free.com or i will put the link in the episode description of this podcast and you can go there and book your session with me god bless repentance repentance is truly a way in which you turn away from those fleshly acts desires wishes and wills of your life and so when we are being superficial that is a a good synonymous way to be in a place of hypocrisy we see a lot of hypocrites in christianity we see a lot of casual christians and people that are just cutesy in their christianity just doing the mere minimum the bare minimum to enter into the kingdom of god and so a lot of people are not able to assist and serve the ones that are lost in the world because we still look like the world. How can you move and be a leader before others with superficial mindsets and superficial thoughts and, and, and actions? It, it's, it's impossible to really please God and to operate into the things that he's called you to in the supernatural realm of living. You can't go beyond where you are in superficial, fraudulent, fake hypocrisy it just cannot happen but what have we done our society in this day and age has normal has normalized superficial mindsets thinking and actions we have normalized a lot of these behaviors as being normal and anyone that is passionate and on fire for god is perceived as weird 
cultish. Just, it doesn't take all that. You don't need all that. All you got to do is pray and leave it alone. Pray one time and walk away. This, it doesn't need all of this extra that some of these charismatic and Pentecostal and some of us, you know, it doesn't, you don't need to have the gift of praying in tongues. You don't need to speak in tongues and you don't, and it's not a requirement. No, but people that are inferior and or comfortable and complacent in their walks want to make you feel inferior to the fire of God that's upon your life. And this is not what we should be or should be participating and doing as followers of Christ Jesus. As followers of Christ, we should be moving and operating in supernatural ways every day, all the time. We are spirit beings in a body. And so we should be spirit in the spirit at all times, praying in the spirit. Ephesians 6 and 18 even says, pray in the spirit without at all times, at all times. So this isn't just when we're at home, when because we're uncomfortable or others are uncomfortable. It is all the time we should be praying the face as face of God. But God is saying in Psalms 50, I don't need the animals, the blood, the sa- I don't need it. But God requires our external actions to be compliant with his commands, to be compliant with his desires. And so our desires should match our internal desires, should match our external actions. And so if we are in alignment with the Holy Spirit who's indwelling within us, then the Holy Spirit is the fire of God, is the spirit of truth. You should be passionate about the things of God at all times, every day, not just sometime, not just when you go to church on Sunday, once a week, but every single day, every, every single day. And so the issue and concern is many in their superficial states of living and being lack true worship, lack the true thanksgiving and praise that God God desires to come from your heart in order to give to him. And, and it is his commandment to pray and in praise and glory. So in Psalms in 50, 14 and 15, let's go back to that particular scripture. So offer to God thanksgiving is what it says. Offer to God and pay your vows to the most high. Call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. What does that mean? That means sacrifice and giving thanks and our offerings to God through our sacrifice, through our repentant hearts in our actions is what shows God and that we are serious about fulfilling the will of God for our lives and for those he's called us to serve. It is fulfilling your vows to the most high God. And he said that if we call on him, that he will deliver us out of trouble. Thank you, Jesus, for deliverance. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God for Jesus that we can now be delivered and set free from the bondages of this day and from the things that ail us and concern us so God does not need our sacrifices for food he doesn't need the the food he doesn't need God doesn't need anything he is self-existent he is self-reliant and he is the creator the sustainer he is the provider
provider and our all in all. So nothing that God creates will sustain him. Nothing that he gives to us that he needs. It is our direct obedience. It is our praise. It is our worship. It is our, our commitment to the commandment right? As we are in covenant with him, as we are in covenant, we are to uphold our covenant responsibilities and assignments and not lead people astray in our lukewarm life of living in our superficial surface like praise worship before God. And so God makes it very clear in Psalms 50, 12 through 13. Let's go back. He says, if I were hungry, I would not tell you for the world is mine is is italicized and all its fullness will i eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats no god doesn't need the food he does not need the food he makes a clear distinction that this sacrifice is not because he is in need of it to sustain him he is not in need of it but in this time there was a lot of paganism and a lot of a lot of worship to pagan gods which even today there are people that worship false gods and false doctrines and the one true God of Israel he lets it be very well made known that these false deities and all of these things are not of him this false worship living lukewarm be living in a state of neutrality all of this is not of God the true heart of God is is full of fire full of love full of repentance thanksgiving praise and worship and so god rebukes worship he rebukes worship based on obligation if you're just showing up just because you're obligated and the word says so i'm just doing it to check the box he rebukes that he does not receive that at all our thanksgiving should be because we desire to seek god's face we desire to see him and so if you are grounded in relationship with him if you have built a life of intimacy where you have already put into your spirit and you're already ready to go with the word and the will of God then he can then use you and then you won't be giving this false worship and sacri- and sacrificing from a superficial place and so it is our duty to honor him it is our duty and as we honor him in our praise and worship and with thanksgiving God it will deliver us from the hand of the enemy he will deliver us out of the despair of this day God defies the notion that what people give to him is theirs and so so many of us have things that we've received maybe maybe we have a lot of money or or we have houses and land and our children and God does not is not pleased with the selfish motive or endeavors or ambitions that these things are ours and ours alone they are given to us by him and that cannot be what we worship we cannot worship things we cannot worship the universe we cannot worship the superficial parts of life we cannot do that because it is really truly God's property that he's imparted to us to steward and to give us and so 
so many people through false perceptions, through deception, believe that they've done what they've done on their own, that they have what they have all on their own, and that they don't need to give back, that they don't need to offer up thanks to God, that they don't need to give him, give him his worship, give him their worship. But that is not true. We need it because he gives it and he desires it. And we cannot have anything without God coming forth into our life. So it is important that we continue to meet God in the place that we are in with thanksgiving, with praise, with goodness, continually continually offering ourselves to him as a sacrifice, continuing to offer our lives and those things that he has given to us as a sacrifice of praise by giving him the fruit of our lips. And as we give him our praise and worship through the fruit of our lips, this shows God where our heart is, right? He has everything we need and he will deliver us in times of trouble and times of despair. God has promised us that doing this is his desire. It is his will. It is his covenant to each and every one of us as followers and believers of Christ. But how can he discern the fake and the real, the true and the, and those that are just faking it till they make it, not faith in it till they make it, but faking it till they make it. And it's just not beneficial to your walk. It's not beneficial. So it would be a good idea to ask yourself your motive, your intent, where is your heart in seeking God? Is it to receive something, to get something back from him? Or is it because you truly desire, wish, and will to serve him? Is it because that you really want to be pleasing to God because you really want his will to be made manifest in the earth because he deserves it, because he is owed that? The Lord sent, God sent the Lord Jesus Christ to pay quite a hefty price, even if it was just for you he did it and so we have been saved from eternal hell and damnation and we can now move into the fullness of God as he decrees and he wills for us but what are you willing to sacrifice what are you willing to give back to God are you willing to make yourself available to him so that he can do his best work in you or are you operating in a superficial state and or mindset so I just wanted to talk to you today about that specifically. Next week, we will be covering the supernatural side of going from superficial to supernatural and the way that God has designed us to live in a supernatural way. So God bless you. Thank you for coming this week. If you're new, I thank you. God bless you. I pray that you return and I can't wait to see you guys online to God be the glory God bless thanks for joining me on flawed and free podcast make sure you follow and subscribe click the bell on YouTube on my channel and follow don't forget to meet me live every Thursday 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Tea and Testimony with Tina to discuss weekly podcasts and answer questions. I'll be streaming from YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Flawed and Free, or if you're streaming from IG, it's at The Flawed and Free. Till next week, 
God bless, where we are free to be me, flawed, and free.